This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. One of the core messages and core reasons that I am running for regional director is because I want decisions to be centered on island values. To me, island values are respect for First Nations, long-term sustainability, and also the rural nature that we all love. That's why we live here. Quadra Island has a rich history of volunteerism. The role of the director is really to be an advocate for the majority of the community at the SRD. Said Robin Mawinney, who hopes to be elected regional director of the Discovery Islands and Mainland Inlets on October 15th. I've already talked to you about my respect for First Nations and meeting with some of the chiefs and councils of First Nations who are in Area C. I hate that word, in. They're not in Area C. Area C is a construct layered on top of their territories. <laughs> so when we're talking about island values and respect for First Nations as rights holders and their traditional unceded territories that Area C is a construct on top of, I felt it was really important to offer to meet and have now met with three of the First Nations that live in Area C. That includes meeting with Chief Ronnie Chikite and the Wewakai Council, which was a really great opportunity and I learned a lot. I also learned a lot when I met with Chief Darren Blaney of the Hamalco First Nation and with Councillor Thomas Smith of the Tlaoitsis First Nation. Each one of them shared really interesting and helpful information for me on this journey of candidacy. And I really am grateful. There's a lot more to learn and a lot more communication and respect that I believe is very important to the role of director. And also in many of the conversations that I've had over the last few months, respect for First Nations is really important to many residents of Area C. I think another island value that is important and held really dearly by many residents is the strength of our community. Shopping local, supporting local businesses and farms, it keeps our island resilient and it builds resilience for times when there are problems, when we have more need to reach out to our neighbours. I remember many years ago when there was an extended power outage on Quadra Island. Quadra builders had power and they offered anybody that could get their deep freeze down to them, they would plug it in and keep all their food frozen. (laughs) That's a really beautiful community building exercise and it really speaks to the strength of our community. I really want to foster community connections, resilience and strength because it does do us better in times of emergencies. I have been reading the official community plan and it really reinforces that exact desire for ecological integrity and conserving or preserving the rural character of our island. When we're talking about development, because we are gonna need to have that happen in our communities, focusing that on the centers that are dedicated and directed to in the 
OCP like Harriet Bay and Q Cove that really can work on maintaining the rural nature of Quadra Island. When I really think about our island values as a whole, our rural nature and long-term sustainability, they really go hand in hand when we're talking about water and preserving wetlands and ensuring that our aquifers have enough water in them. For the long-term, looking at rural nature, I think that those really mesh well for me and for many other residents. I know that there is a great deal of involvement with emergency services preparedness and the neighborhood emergency preparedness programs. I think those are generally communicated with Sean Koopman, who's the emergency person. But I do believe that the director has a huge role to play in considering climate resilience and how that impacts our community. And there's a lot of interface between the regional district director and emergency preparedness in local communities. I met with somebody recently who was expressing that their neighborhood doesn't have a second egress in case of a large fire. So as a director, I would really be strongly advocating for having a gate replace the large boulders that are currently in the way of folks being able to get out of their neighborhood in the case of a big fire. Your opponent was talking about the need for a Quadra Island community association, some kind of a body that takes all of the input from Quadra Island residents and becomes their voice with the SRD, the province, and going on. What do you think of that idea? I think that's an interesting idea. It's something that has been tried before on Quadra Island. There was a community association for a number of years or a few years here on Quadra Island, and eventually it faded. I'm not entirely sure the reasons that it dispersed. I also really think that our community needs more community engagement and ways to share opinions and thoughts with the director. I originally considered wanting to set up an advisory planning commission, which is a specific tool that's created by the provincial government. And I think we talked about that before, wanting to set up an APC. Since then, I've learned from a couple of different directors (laughs) that An APC has some challenges, mostly in the way that it has a very limited scope and the types of conversations that a director can have with their APC is very limited. I believe that a community advisory council would be a much broader way of having that same input for the director. As a director, I'm definitely not interested in making decisions in a bubble or a silo or alone, or even with a small group of advisors. I'm really interested in having a council of a broad representation of the community. I'm not entirely sure what your other council is that you're discussing, but what I would like to see is representation from the different communities that already exist on Quadra Island. That includes the outlying communities like Granite Bay, Bold Point, Open Bay, Reed Island, beyond the South End. There's also certain players that really would do well to be represented and be able to share their voice and opinions with the director. 
I think the tourism industry on Quadra is pretty big and relevant and would do well to be able to connect with the broader community at a council table. I think as well, the business community on Quadra Island, I'm sure that having youth representation there would be of extreme benefit and as the same for elders, because there are many different diverse needs that need to be represented to share those opinions with the director. I'm talking about a community advisory group or community advisory council. That is what I'm referring to. If the community wants to take that and run with it and turn it into something even bigger and more amazing, Quadra Island has a history of doing that. That's amazing. But for me, the most important thing is being able to acquire opinions and considered thoughts from folks who represent diverse interests and locations in Area C. Is there anything you would like to add about volunteers or working with volunteers or anything along those lines? Well, I have been a Quadra Island volunteer for many years. I've lived on Quadra Island for 28 years. I've served on the board of the Quadra Island Children's Centre. I was a member of the Advisory Planning Commission during some of its tenure as well. Myself, along with a core group of islanders, created and organized Quadra Island's beloved Fall Fair for many years. And currently I'm on the board of the Quadra Island Trails Committee. So I am very familiar and um, know that there is a deep history. I've met so many people on this island through my volunteerism and I love the connections that I've made. I was at an event on the weekend and someone was reminding me that we had been on a grant writing board for the community center. I actually forgot because it was so long ago, <laughs> but I am really happy that I still have that connection with her. And that's how my com- connection started. So I think volunteerism and being involved in community organizations is a really great community building exercise, which weaves us closer together. There are a ton of community services which are provided here on the island by volunteers. The community lunch at the community center, there's a food bank, there's ICANN and the vast array of projects that they are working on, as well as other things like that are run through the community center and also private volunteer projects and organizations which are also happening. People that live on Quadra and are active volunteers have told me that volunteerism here on Quadra Island is hands down many more times and much more involvement than they've ever experienced in any of the other communities that they've lived in across Canada. When I spoke to somebody a while ago from the SRD, they told me that Quadra Island has more emergency preparedness volunteers than all of Campbell River. There is definitely a huge volunteer community here. I was on Search Narrows last Friday for a really wonderful pavilion dedication and grand opening. It's a beautiful building. It's a six-sided post and beam circular structure that was built with partly with funds from a federal grant and a lot of volunteer hours. At the dedication, 
uh, Sheila and Jim were leading the opening. And I learned that 60% of the 1,500 hours that were involved were volunteer and 40% were paid for by the federal grant. So that just really goes to show what you can do as a community to make your community what you wanted. And I believe that's happened here on Quadra Island with our community center and so many organizations on Quadra, which really take things seriously and run with them. I do see... And I have heard from some of the people that I've been meeting with that volunteerism seems to be a little waning. Often it's pointed that when housing is precarious for so many or so expensive for so many, that it really challenges people to volunteer as well as the hustle of their day-to-day life, just paying the rent, which is something that I think we need to be aware of when we're moving forward as a community, because we do really want to keep the heart of our community in our community. I think the role of the director is to amplify the voice of those organizations when they're looking for support. There's a role for the director to play there too. But really being able to take the requests of these volunteer organizations or the connections that they need to make with other levels of governance or other organizations further afield and be able to support that and amplify the messages that they are already working on. You've been listening to Robin Mawinney, a candidate for regional director in Area C in the upcoming election. Talk about island values. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.